It's May 22nd, 2022. It's the End of the World podcast, and I'm your host, Romeus T., just like always. And folks, I just woke up from a little bit of a nap while listening to a podcast and a YouTube video featuring Sam Harris. He was discussing one of my favorite topics, free will, robot overthrow, and all sorts of stuff. And I just want to remind you guys, just like uh, Sam Harris would, that uh, I don't want this to be about money. I never want you to not be able to listen to this podcast because you can't afford the $5 a month donation. So um, just feel free to ignore that donate button. Um, We're in the middle of a, a pandemic and many people are unemployed and I can certainly see how wasting $5 on content that you could get for free would be, I think, inappropriate perhaps or just silly. So let's continue to have this conversation, even if you can't afford that $5. I feel like Sam Harris would be proud of me. Let's start things off with uh, today's blog post reading, which was written just, just for you folks in the podcast. It's called Things Are Bad. And they're only going to get worse. Just telling you a little bit about how I feel, I guess, in this world. Why will things get worse? Well, it's not because you can't do anything about it. It's because you won't. We don't need to talk about these structural issues facing us to realize that we're all screwed by forces outside of us. But you either pretend there is nothing that you personally can do, or you will wait until circumstances force your hand. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I do the same thing. But I need you... I need to send some of you a warning. Real capitalism is coming. A lot of people complain about the demands of capitalism, how archaic it is, how it isn't person-centered. But we are living in a blunted capitalism right now. A capitalism that rescued the vast majority of you who wouldn't risk your lives and work during a worldwide pandemic. I can't say I blame you. I wouldn't have worked either if I didn't have to. But I did. I'm a heroic grocery store worker, so I just can't stay home from work. And since I had a job, I couldn't stay home on that fat unemployment paycheck, sucking up food stamps rent abatement, that free poor people health care, and all the like. I was frankly surprised that you got to. I never thought we'd see that kind of government intervention again. Bill Clinton must be rolling over in a vat of baby blood he used to kill big big government. Biden sponged that mess up for one last push of stimulus. But those safeguards are going to disappear soon. That means the unemployment benefits, the stimulus checks, rental assistance, the trillions of dollars spent propping up small businesses will soon disappear. All that fun money. Your thumb your nose at shitty work money. The I can't believe I'm getting away with this money will soon be gone. That free cash 
sent lumber prices up 400% and gaming computer prices into the stratosphere. And that's all about to come crashing down. I wonder what's going to happen. Experts insist that what we are witnessing isn't a bunch of lazy takers grabbing free government cash. They will tell you people still want to work. That they're afraid of COVID-19 and that they can't find child care. Let's face it, public education is mostly about child care, not learning. But the talking heads on TV say if we just fix those things, workers will dribble back to the low-wage service jobs just like before the pandemic. I'm not so sure. For one, I can attest at least anecdotally that many workers are using these benefits to take a much-wanted vacation from reality. And all I'm pretty sure 2020 was the first time an entire universe jumped the shark. Just because there are a few structural impediments to returning to work doesn't mean people aren't hesitant to leave all those juicy benefits. Americans have been told for years that we can't afford to give minimum wage workers a raise. The last 50 years has seen the vast majority of people see their income stagnate. But suddenly, those same self-hating Reagan Democrats are seeing companies volunteer to pay more. Many people in retail and in the food industry have been tempted to work remotely, or they've been forced to by closing restaurants to find other work. It turns out that $2.15 an hour, crazy schedules, horrible working conditions, don't exactly entice your workers to return. Customers are so terrible that food service workers have been known to spit in your food. Think about that for a second. Karen, you've made someone so miserable they've literally spit on you. And now that Trump is gone, Americans have seen a government that can actually do something. The government kept the economy from collapsing, and yes, that did mean spending trillions for the rich and business owners, but millions of Americans also got a hold of a fat stimmy check. They got bonus unemployment, and they got extra food stamps. Most people kept their housing. Many Americans now understand something their European counterparts have known all along, that if the government that if government money is spent correctly, it can have a truly significant impact for the good. What lesson should we draw from all this? Americans will ride the tide of free cash till it comes to a screeching halt. Many people are going to leave the shitty food service industry for good. Instead, they'll take two or three gig jobs delivering that shitty food to their overweight brethren. Minimum wage workers will be getting raises to $15 an hour and Even though Freakonomics tells us that those wages aren't all that transformative, they won't harm the economy. There will be a rush crash of inflation as workers are shocked by the sudden drop of benefits. If Republicans and small businesses get their way enough, Americans will abandon their attempts at getting disability and start job hunting just before or soon after the dole stops handing out its charity. If they do, then it's back to normal for the good old USA. Corporations will roll back all those races and Americans will tell themselves that socialism never works. We could also see the working class itself organize, not top down with unions, but bottom up, 
Workers will file for disability or simply leave employment altogether, leaving an excess of jobs that forces market-based increases for the first time in decades. It won't be easy. Expect a large increase in homelessness, adding on to a list of factors like pain pill addiction that are causing massive spikes in the unhoused. I think either case could happen for a while, but what I think is on the horizon for sure is the dramatic and retaliatory capitalism will become resurgent. A vast array of surveillance and control is already being promoted and distributed by corporate leaders. We could see minimum wage laws repealed by Republican leaders because they don't have an answer electorally for what they do. Expect a dramatic cut in social welfare. We could see skyrocketing inflation as the world economy surges, met with union busting and robotic replacement of workers at a massive scale. The only workers that will keep their jobs will be the ones that remain cheaper than robots. Why do you think the massive increase in productivity hasn't been met with increases in living standards for the poor and middle class? The market knows it can't sustain high growth levels for the unskilled laborers. The few jobs left after the robot replacement era will be working alongside robots. Supplanted workers will need to work not with just their dexterity of movement, but their dexterity of mind in order to keep a job. Since most of you don't know how to make change for a dollar without a calculator, or know when the War of 1812 was fought, I don't like your chances for not getting left behind by the coming robotic revolution. The coming cruelty, USA is going to be a third world country. Capitalism has survived every test we've thrown at it. So don't get too cocky, Generation Z. You guys haven't seen stagflation. You haven't seen the desperate billionaires vote to let the people suffer. But they will if it's a choice between you and them. 10 million new homeless people in America? Could it happen? We're already basically there, dude. Millions of employed, of unemployed people have been rescued by rental assistance. Many Americans also seem to be gambling that these abatements will last for the foreseeable future. And I have news for you. The press, the right wing, and corporate America are already lining up against you. And the average dumb American is way behind. Many Americans are going to celebrate the day that Republicans kick you off unemployment. And people without health care vote for Republicans who promise not to take free federal dollars. And don't worry about corporate America. Is and don't you worry? Already, corporate America is rolling back mask wearing and opening up whenever and wherever they can. They're going to pretend that the virus has been beat, so it's dinner time in America again. I know because even I have some of the dumb knee-jerk reactions that you do. I never got my stimulus checks. And I've had to pay for everything in my life on my minimum wage job. I don't get food stamps. I don't get free health care. And watching unemployed people see their bank accounts rise while I literally risk my life. I've got congestive heart failure, blood, blood clots, and I've had cancer. While all you lazy asshats sat on the couch watching Netflix and playing online video games. 
while complaining in my grocery line that there aren't enough teenagers to bag your groceries was even getting me sick. I mean, if you want to use your time to organize and strike for better pay, universal health care, and a minimum income, go right on ahead. I'll join you. But if you just want to suck at the tit of free stuff because you're tired, well, fuck off. Marx wanted to make the whole society a giant workshop. You see, he knew there was no free lunch. So get over it and go on and get exploited, just like me. I Hate My Life, Volume 6 Then your life's gonna suck like mine. I really hate my life. I know it makes you uncomfortable to hear that, but it's not my job to make you comfortable. It's the reverse. It's actually my job to challenge you and make you as uncomfortable as you can take. And I take that job seriously. So just as you understand, you need to be as uncomfortable as I am. I want your sleep disturbed because all you can do is curse knowing you're going to wake up and put on that corporate jacket. It's supposed to be black, but it looks off-color navy because you wear the same three shirts every week. You wash and bleach it till it's faded because you can't afford to replace it. I want your work experience monitoring the public, answering stupid questions that dumb people can't figure out, or lazy people too brain-dead from the weekend numbing process to notice. I want people to spit on you and take advantage of you. I want them to look down on you and thumb their noses at you. I want the girls on Tinder to swipe away from you. I want your tasks to be repetitive, mind-numbingly boring, and I want you to pay to keep you in fast food. I want your pay to keep you in fast food and caffeine so you're prepared to do it all over again. I want you to realize that we just move from one holiday to another to jumpstart your spending habits. I want you to be able to tell the day of the week it is by the idiot customer's shopping habits. I want you to have the most inane dribble of conversation where people pontificate about ideas they never paid attention to in high school and yet these same people are so sure of themselves on matters of intense controversy despite never having cracked open a book on any subject whatsoever in the last 20 years. I mean, that's why we got Facebook and YouTube. Am I right? Look, you don't want to help yourself. I don't want to help myself. We're just going to let these people screw us all over again, aren't we? Well, folks, that appears to be the end of this episode. You're probably amazed at my ability to continue to pump out this dribble. And uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Maybe one, two more episodes left, and that'll be it. As always, this has been your host, Romeo T. Thank you. And good night, and good luck, America.